Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the Jason and Alexis Show podcast, presented by our delightful friends at the Freehouse. Look for new menu items like their better for you comfort foods, including the tuna poke bowl and spaghettini primavera, plus seasonal favorites like the new maple grain salad, beef stroganoff, and carrot cake. Lex and Dawn, we are going to have a happy hour at the Lowry. How does that sound? Amazing. Okay. They have, you know, they still have their comfort foods like the steak and pierogies. They have the Nashville fried chicken sandwich, but they have new things as well. Ooh, like what? Well, and they're better for you new things. Did you hear that, Don? Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, they're calling it new, better for you comfort foods like a tuna poke bowl, which I love, a spaghetti teeny primavera. Ooh, yum. I'm going to try that. I know. Lex, let's lady in the tramp that. Ooh, yes. This is a tramp. Ew. Well, we'll let them figure that out. (laughs) And then after all of that, you can try the carrot cake. Lex, I know you love a carrot cake. I love carrot cake, and I cannot wait to try theirs because everything there is so good. And Dawn, you can have like a spoonful. Okay, great. <laughs> Dine with them, make reservations, do takeout all at the LowryUptown.com. Well, what's a family for if it can't take care of its losers? Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the planet at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day. When she's not threatening to leave me to become Costco's official granny panty tester, please welcome the queen of the 12-pack, Alexis Thompson. I can get paid for that, Jace, huh? You can, you can, you can. I like you. Bring on the granny panties. Good morning, Fluffy. (laughs) Good morning, Bunny. Good morning, Don McClain. Good morning, and good morning to Kenny. Good greasy morning. Good greasy morning to all of you on this Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. 6.03 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome, my dear friends, to... One, just one, National Sardines Day. That's right. It's disgusting. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee. Alexis, as we begin our broadcast, yes. I ask you this very important question: How is the brew that you are now consuming? Mm-mm. Guys, I'm back to black. Oh, it's French roasty and mm-hmm. uh, it's punch happy. It's delicious. No. It's not creamy anymore. It was. Been, it's uh, been creamy for a while. It has been creamy today. I chose not no. to. Okay. Yeah. 
No cream. Dawn, how is your decaffeinated tea beverage? Oh, it's great. It's resourceful, self-confident, straightforward, and tidy. Oh. (laughs) Tidy. Tidy. Nothing like a tidy cup of tea. Yeah, tidy. Tidy? Tidy. Can Mattel, how is your tidy coffee? Well... Jason, I'm drinking the bewildered blend. It makes me thankful, yet inconsiderate, grateful, but unappreciative, beholden, while quite thoughtless. So that's where I'm at. How's your coffee? Oh, wow. Oh, mine is splendid. Mine is extraordinary. Mine is precious, and mine is precocious. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Cheers. All right. Cheers. You know, sardines mm. aren't so bad if you put it on this rice. This disgusting, and Lex. I knew, you're, oh. Oh. I knew you were going to return to that. Oh, oh, I knew oh, you were going to return to that. Good girl, Ugh. Lex. Good girl. <laughs> uh, it's ice fishing season oh. coming up. I need to stock oh. up and get a case of sardines yeah. and a case of oh. oysters because oh. that's all I live on when I'm on the ice. <laughs> Are you serious, Kenny? Yes, yes. You're not just saying that you live on sardines no. when you're out there? Sardines and oysters on the ice, yes. Oh, yum. Oh. Are, are we still friends? <laughs> oh. Our friendship Why? just deepened, Kenny. So. Don't, don't, don't ghost me, Jason. Don't leave I me now. I won't ghost you. I won't leave today. you. I'll never leave you, Kenny. Oh, I just, <laughs> I've had a sardine once, and it's, oh, it just tastes like a big, slimy piece of salt. Dawn, oh, are you, you with me? Had little cans, though, right? I, I don't know where it came from. Oh. It just was disgusting. It was gross. Dawn, are you with me? Please say you're oh, with me. I just yeah, I can't. They're f- okay, awful. they're foul. I almost cussed. <laughs> no, that's um, all right. <laughs> I I had to. I did it as a dare because I was in a play that featured sardines once, and um, so we oh. all like tried it on camera to promote the play. Ah. It was really. It wasn't about sardines. It was just sardines were in it. And so we're yeah. like, who's had sardines? Ah. Nobody. So we just all filmed a little video, and it was really gross. Like, ugh. Oh. Speaking of uh, filming a video, oh, God. There's not very few things. <laughs> I know, Lex. I, Lex. I was going to talk I, to you off air about this, but let's <laughs> do it on air. Sure. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> Do you know Kenny's Kenny's gonna be so proud of me, Lex? You do know that sometimes I I do what I do because I know it will make you laugh. And last night was one of those times. So me, <laughs> so so they're they're shooting these videos. Remember I was remember I I, I the Emperor Dan Seaman. Uh, when I was sick, uh, texted me and didn't really care how my health was, but really just wanted to know if I was well enough to make a video. Um, so I, 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 I basically gave the impression that I really wasn't up to making videos. So he had the lovely Donna Valentine and naked Steve do a video. Well, the pendulum has swung back over into our direction. Uh-huh. So. We, so we get an email not from we get an email not from Dan Seaman, but we get an email from Brooke, who's our promotions uh, guru, and B. Arthur, and then uh, I'm on the email. Alexis is on the email. Dawn, are you included in this? Hell no, and I'm oh, so glad. I know. Okay, then you'll love this, Dawn. So, so I get this 
email. Oh. And um, let me just read. Uh, let's see here. Brooke just sends us an email, Dawn and Kenny, my talker. She goes, hey, are you both available tomorrow afternoon to record a video? Um, and we'll use something. She uses this word to record and blah, blah, blah. So, um so Alexis, Alexis right away goes, oh, yeah, I can. And then. <laughs> so it's one day where I'm like, wow, I could actually. OK, sure. So I, <laughs> I just I wasn't even thinking. I just thought, oh, OK, I'm available. They'll send more information. That's my point no, of view, at least no. what I'm thinking. No. And so Kitty and Don, so. I see the email. Now, now, granted, this is the second thing that we have to do tomorrow post-show. So I wanted to make sure I wanted to make sure I had all the information. So this is what I write in the email. I write, I've learned over the years to always ask questions. So here are my questions. What is required of us in this video? What are we doing? Are we shooting ourselves? What is the time commitment? And what what are we going to be wearing? So I ran a lot of these questions. Yeah, because you don't want your time wasted. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to make sure because all of us and all of you listening, you don't have to work for a radio station. You know that you've agreed to something like, you know, the boss wants you to do such and such project. And in haste, you know, you immediately reply, oh, sure. And then you get to said day or you get to said project. And it is a cluster F. It right. is way. It is way more time prep than required. Yes, you didn't know exactly. It is way more. The the time commitment is longer. You're not wearing the right thing. You don't have the right equipment. And I have learned. I really meant what I said in the first line yeah. of the email. I have learned over the years to ask many many questions before I agree to anything. Because you'll have to do it over if not. That's what you exactly. Know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, you're oh, yeah. yeah you guys should both be wearing green sweaters. Okay, well, well, I didn't get that. Well, the Mm -hmm. best, the most recent example for all of us, and you guys will remember this, right at the beginning of quarantining, uh, right when things were, we were trying to adapt, and we did this, and it really was, we we did this, we did this great commercial. Um, Hubbard gave us, you know, money for a great commercial, which we so appreciated, but we all had, all the, all of us, all the hosts had to shoot it we all had to shoot it on our own cameras or B. Arthur, if you were in the building, B. Arthur shoot, shot it. So B. Arthur sends this email of like the line to send. So Alexis and I shoot our own video because that's what she told us to do. And then she comes back and she goes, the lighting's wrong. Um, you're, I need you in this lighting. And I just, and I need you to kind of, yeah. And, and then, then at the end of the process, she, then she tells us that she wants us all to look similar. Like, and we're like, what do you mean? We all have different houses. Like, how, what do you mean we're going to, my house, my extra bedroom doesn't look like where a Alexis is shooting her video, and and mine doesn't look like Lori's, and Lori's doesn't look like Brad. And then she's like, "Oh, and then you're wearing a hat. Can you take the hat off?" And I, we we must have redone it like five oh, times, so many times, so many times. My favorite was in the beginning. Okay, just sit in your studio, just like regular. <laughs> Show a little bit of your microphone. Put your put your headsets on. Okay, great. So I did that. All right. 
take two. Now you need to stand up and you need to be waist up and okay, great. Take took that. Take three. Now take your headsets off and put them all around your neck. Oh, it was just oh, like oh, the whole oh. evening <laughs> of this video. Of the same and thing. Zen was like super baby, right? Super so baby. He's crying in the background. He let oh. out a huge fart. Remember that? Yes. And I could not handle it. I was cr- cracking up so much that I just, oh, man. Oh, I, yeah, I made a whole video on it. Oh, it actually turned out to be a funny one, but oh. and it was a sentimental, you know, commercial in the end. Yeah. Every time I think about <laughs> that, I always just crack up. But this one, you're right, Jace. You were so right to ask the questions. I was grateful afterward because oh. I just thought they were just trying to coordinate no. the time and then no. give us more detail. No. That's what no. I always think. Here's the problem. But you're absolutely right. And my favorite question that you asked, Jace, was, what? is there an exact time for recording? <laughs> So I forgot right. that. That's my favorite question. <laughs> I forgot, Don. I said I did. I go. I would like an exact time, please. Exact time. Not just this arbitrary. Are you two available in the afternoon, oh. bitches? Tell me what time I need to be there. Yes. Oh, I think that they have these meetings with each other, but then they don't know who's going to deliver what message. Oh, That's God. the problem. Like. She oh, thinks that she told you, and she thinks that she told you. So it's like nobody's telling anybody anything. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Lex, I knew. I knew that would crack you up. Okay, let's take a break. I was we'll, dying. Oh. We'll, be, we'll be back with more right after this. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. So remember what you've learned from the last segment. Always ask questions before you agree to things. Always. Ask many, many questions. Yeah, and smart, Jace. Yeah. Now, what's funny is, yeah, to put a bow on it, there's we still don't have a lot of the answers. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't know you what still, you're supposed to wear. I, I still, I, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. But you can ask the questions. You're just not guaranteed to get <laughs> answers. Yeah. Oh well. Um, okay. Oh. Uh, uh, I say this often. When the four of us uh, put stuff on the grid for our show, sometimes you, it's not real clear what it is, and that's part of the fun of it. This is one of those times Alexis has written uh, on the sheet, Johnny Rotten has fleas. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Uh, what? what? I happen to I happen to be down with this story, too. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anytime his name comes up, I have to click. That's Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPod50 and use code JAPod50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPod50 at factormeals.com slash JAPod50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Clickbait for me. Okay, yeah. I, I am not down with this, so I am interested. What's happening? Yeah, well, okay, so Johnny Rotten, he's from the Sex Pistols, and Kenny oh, you might have a little okay, bit yeah. better uh, understanding of maybe this is normal for him, but I guess at home he has uh, come up with the new quarantine hobby maybe he's befriended the squirrels in his neighborhood and around his home and i guess he uh he lives in los angeles he feeds the squirrels he lets them inside his house Mm -hmm. and he allows them to nudge up to him if they want to well squirrels have fleas and i guess they've passed them on to johnny he says one day uh he looked down (laughs) at his willy and oh, oh. there was a flea bite on his sex pistol. Oh. <laughs> and oh. another one oh. on the inside of his leg. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I guess what he's using, he's, he says, look, I'm not blaming the poor little squirrels. Yeah, we got to blame you. You're letting them into your house. What the heck's wrong with you? He <laughs> says uh, the only way around it is to Vaseline his legs. <laughs> No. So that the fleas can't climb up? Well, yes. There is one other way, yeah. Johnny, Mr. Rotten. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Why does Vaseline... Va- why does putting Vaseline on his legs help? He did not elaborate. I guess that's what he's thinking because, it, yeah, it's thick enough that it will protect... It's a barrier between the skin, maybe slippery, maybe... I don't know what's down there. Oh. I, I'm not sure the details of how that works, but he's saying that that, that, that helps and that it's very, very itchy. Oh. Well, yeah, if you have a flea bite on your dong, yeah, on oh, your ding, man. yeah. Ouchie. Oh. Is this a normal thing for Johnny Rotten, Kenny? No, or is he... no, uh, he is he is a, a media. Uh, I was going to say a media whore. That's probably not the right word. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he'll do and say anything to get publicity. So I guess yeah, I guess the word actually fits. Yeah, uh, but he hasn't really been in the public eye very often in the mm-hmm. last twenty years. You know, occasionally he'll say something insane and get a little publicity and keep his name out there. But you know. And this is just ridiculous and dumb and funny all at the same time. He was in a band called Public Image Limited in like the early 90s. I went to a concert. Oh, yeah. um, Yeah, I mean, it was a concert with a bunch of different bands, and uh, he didn't know where he was. Well, of course, it was in Missouri, and he got on stage and he goes, Hello, Effie, Effie, Iowa. Like he said the full (laughs) F. And we're like, um. This is Missouri and Southwest Missouri, so it's not even close. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Hello. He's British. Can we give him the pass for that? Yeah, I guess so. No, no, No. we don't give him a pass (laughs) for anything. No. No, I know a lot of British people with flea bites on their ding. I mean, it sounds nuts, doesn't it? 
Yeah. Just a he, little bit. What did you think of their performance, Don? Um, it was kind of all over the place. He seemed like sort of a mess. And we were yeah. all kind of like too young for the Sex Pistols, actually. We yeah. were into... It just kind of missed us. So, you know... Uh, a lot of people didn't know that he was a legend, you know. And like we're like, who's this guy? Get off the stage, you know. <laughs> Get you know, off. He was really gross, talking about gross stuff, something about diapers, wearing diapers because yeah. he was wanted to just pass out and pee his oh, pants. Wow. I don't know. So I guess it makes sense that he'd invite the squirrels into oh, his home. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's pretty gross. <laughs> well, on that lovely note, check for fleas during this commercial break, and we'll be right back. Uh, Stay with us. Well, I was going to play a classic commercial, but screw that noise. It's the Carpenters, everybody. Who wants to interrupt this? I thought I knew every single Carpenters song there was. I've never heard this. Home for the Holidays. Wow. It's our first holiday song of the season here on the show. Oh, because oh, we're talking, incredibly early. We're talking about <laughs> sex pistols and public image. And fleas on, uh, fleas on uh, little to, privates. To Karen Carpenter. Carpenter. Yeah. The dulcet sounds of That's Karen right. Carpenter. Only on this show, girl. Only on this show. Yes. Oh. Oh, wow. Lex, you say it feels early for you? It does. I, I know Thanksgiving is just a couple days away, but it does just... What a weird time, right? Just... Yeah. Oh, I think, see, it's it feels it feels normal, not normal, it feels okay to me because I've had my Christmas decorations up since, oh, you know, October. That's so, true. That's so true. It, Good point. Yeah. I mean, my house is a majestic display of Martha Stewartness, oh, you know? Yeah. Have you uh, continued... Oh yeah. Decorate. Have you covered your art with your wrapping paper and bows and everything? Now, when you say me, you mean as Colin? I mean Colin. Yes. yes, Have you wrapped your art and done the whole? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I bet it's nice in there with the lights twinkling. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, and we keep having this song on repeat too, and it's uh, it's fantastic. Well, if it's not too early for the carpenters, it's. It's not too early for this it's song. It's always I too mean, early for this song. Never, never too early for this song. anxiety for me. It, oh, it does yes, for Alexis, too. Dawn and I love it. Gets our, gets our energy running. It gets her. It gets Dawn. It actually gets Dawn ready to deal with Steve, right, Dawn? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steve's pacing. You're right. Oh, it just reminds me of all the things I need to do before the like, holidays. Ooh. Go to the backyard. Go to the front yard. <laughs> pet, a, pet a squirrel. Pet a yeah. squirrel. Look try not to get ones. Try not to get fleas in your privates. You know all yeah. the things you do in the holiday season. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I oh, get I it. Can imagine a, a squirrel. You got to keep your distance. You look at them from afar, and you know the black ones are are magic for me. There's something, because I don't see them that often, but in my hood, I guess there's a few black squirrel families, which is awesome. It's just, uh, you know, when I see them, I, yeah, it feels special, uh, but I never invite them into my home. <laughs> no. Any squirrel. Gray, no. red. No, no. You don't do that. 
there used to be a family of black squirrels in Loring Park when I moved when I lived there. And I lived in Loring Park for the first 10 years that I lived here in Minneapolis, uh, 97, about nine years, 97 to, to 06. And I used to go down to the park because and I mean, I lived right on the park in a building connected to a Dunn Brothers coffee. And I would walk out and I'd get a cup of coffee and then walk down to the bench. And I would, I would, in this, the black squirrels always hung out on my side of the park. So I'd mm. sit there, I'd feed the squirrels, I'd feed the hookers. And then, uh, and that would always be the, that'd be the sign of spring with, you know, distance. from a, no, the hookers would come right up to me. Oh, they well, weren't the afraid ho- of yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd go back up to the apartment and go to bed. That was, that was, that was my. Get close to your Willie. The hookers or the or the squirrels? Pistol. Oh, okay. I just what yeah. uh, either one I wouldn't let Both get close well. to the willy. Yeah, the hookers or the squirrels. But, oh, mm, yeah, it's uh, probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I did give a hooker one time, um, I, like, like a twenty dollar bill. I don't remember the denomination of money, but I did. Uh, she was very nice, and she literally was a hooker. And I've n- I never met a hooker up until that point. Um, and I I'm. <laughs> <laughs> just at least I don't think I met a hooker, but uh, I was coming home from W. I worked at WCCO until yeah. three o'clock in the morning. I worked a weird shift. I did like seven to three listening to scanners uh, for breaking news. Yeah. And I walked home every night and uh, I met a delightful hooker. And uh, yeah, and she had yeah. she was but very proud. Stories. She was very proud of her profession. Yeah. And uh, she asked me it started as she asked me for a cigarette. And I told her that I didn't smoke, and then uh, and then we then she walked with me, and I'm like, I'm not getting rid of her, and uh, we went ended up having a park long conversation. Uh, the time it took me to walk to my apartment across Loring Park, and uh, I started walking up the hill to my apartment, and I handed her uh, whatever money I had in my pocket, and I go, go buy yourself, you know, go go get some cigarettes at the essay down the road. So and she hugged me, and uh, that was it. Yeah. The wow. end. That's my Jason and a hooker story. Wow. The end. The that end. Story, yeah, yeah. We all lived happily ever after. Yeah, it was early. I mean, obviously, because I worked that horrible shift. So it had to oh, yeah. be, it had to be, uh, gosh, I think about that. Is that early 90s? When we were all young, you know, and, and the, the, the thought oh. now, the oh. thought of, the thought of working that shift, I, well, and this is a weird shift, but that working 7 p.m. till uh, 3. Oh, my goodness. It was so weird. It was I never, ever, ever got used to it. But I, I say I bring this up because I didn't care. I was oh, no. so excited. And I know the four of us share this. That's sometimes what aggravates me about interns and uh, some folks that come in here. They're, they're not willing to put in the work, you know, and. Um, and put in the, the, the crappy hours they want just instant success or they want the instant position that they want. And I got to tell you, it, 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 I'm, I'm, it's not braggadocious. It was genuine. I was so excited to just be in that building and to have a paycheck that had the CBS eye on it and to be in broadcasting. And I was... You talk about the end of the food chain. I was a flea. I was, <laughs> I was at the bottom of the food chain. There was nobody lower in that organization than me. I worked seven p.m. till three p.m. Nobody knew who I was, and uh, but I loved it. I mean, I look back again as when we're all in the home 
at uh-huh. Sunset Acres eating our uh, creamed rice with cinnamon. I'm I'm Ooh. gonna look I'm gonna look back at the late '90s, early 2000s. I'm gonna look back at that time of my life as real magical because it was very exciting. I just loved being in that building and working those horrible hours. Yeah, and, you know, and it's funny because you didn't really think about the struggle. You were just no. It's just, you're so focused on okay, we're doing our job. We're yes, like. Yeah, just so happy to be there and be in the company of people you watched or listened to or yeah, yeah. I mean it was I, magic I, there. Lex you've heard this I there was um uh, they used to let us park in the garage you know CCOs downtown for people that maybe you're listening outside of our market WCCO is one of the stations here and it's in downtown Minneapolis and they have under, underground parking and because I worked such awful hours they allowed me to park if I drove underneath the garage and so in the early days I didn't walk I I, I drove my car until then they changed the rules and I had to walk um, I used to take the elevator up to the main floor every day and it was carpeted i remember this it was so tacky it was a carpeted the the entire elevator was carpeted and i would lean my head it would be it would be like 11:50 at night and i would lean my head in the, on the on the wall and i would just like a mantra i would repeat to myself this is going to lead to something this is going to you can do this you can do this you can you can sit here for 8 hours and do nothing and listen to scanners you can do this you can do this and i and i did it for years but uh yeah and anyway don what, you was, now, Jace. what you was don what was the weirdest shift you ever had did you have an odd shift I mean, I worked midnight to six for years doing radio. Overnights. Did you? Okay, yeah. you did overnights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, was in Missouri, Don? Uh huh. Yep, in Missouri, and I, you know, also was going to college, so that was <laughs> a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> what? what go to wow, class. Yeah. What was your first station, Don? What do you remember your very uh, first station? Yeah, it was a. It was like a AC station. Um, one hundred five point nine KGBX. And I thought I had to do nice, this nice. really soft, like, because we had, like, oh, who's that person that gives love advice uh, at night? Dr. Ruth? No, Delilah. 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 We had Delilah, Delilah at night, and so it was all, like, I would follow Delilah. And so I was, like, you know, 19, but I was talking in this voice like a 40-year-old woman in the 60s. God. It was just, like, I have some tapes of me, and I'm, like, oh, no. Oh gosh, it's that's just, great! I thought I had to put on this voice, and it oh, was yeah. just, um, yeah. Oh, you fall, Dawn. I we didn't know that. I didn't know. I love Delilah. Oh, you Same. followed. I right, Lex. We used. To, oh, oh, Dawn. You followed Delilah. <laughs> yeah, there's some real weirdos. That's where I got the <laughs> oh, Dawn nice. at Dark. That's where I get Dawn at Dark is because that was the name of the show. Oh, oh. gosh, I love that. I. Did not know you followed. You were the lead out to Delilah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. For all the, the people that call at night. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're real yes. special. Overnight. Oh, boy. They're real mm, special. They want some friends. Yeah. Oh, boy. Do they ever. Oh, we got to take a break. Stay right there. Go get another cup of coffee. If you're Alexis, get some more tang. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. 
What's wrong, Kenny? I, sh- I forgot my mic was open. <laughs> Reacting like to something I just read on no, oh, it's something okay. I just read on Twitter, which reminds me, I'm going to back up yes. an hour on Twitter and delete a couple of tweets that I knew I shouldn't have made. Yeah, I'm so so dumb. I'm just so dumb. I'm just delete. Yes, delete. delete. All delete. gone. All, All gone. gone. All like gone. it never happened. Yep. Never like happened. Like it never <laughs> happened. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the world on our My Talk app. Uh, we're about a half hour away from another winner in our Live for Free contest. Will Don McLean say your name? Well, you're going to find out coming up at 720. Uh, Jeopardy announced this was a little surprising to me because it, it seems very quick, but you know. It is show business, and one of the mottos is the show must go on. Uh, Ken Jennings is going, was just named the first guest host. And it's it's interesting, when when the uh, story was emailed to me, I saw just the headline and I went, wow! I I interpreted it quickly as my eyes processed it. I thought, Wow, they've already named him host, and then and then I I read deeper, and no, in fact, they're titling him the first guest host. Mm-hmm. Um, my it's feeling, a half step. it's a half step. And Lex and guys, I don't know about you. Here's, and I think this is smart. Um, you know, a TV season, everyone is September basically through May. Here's what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to complete. The 2020-2021 television season, I think they're going to complete this season of Jeopardy with this format of guest hosts. Then Then in the summer, kind of see how the ratings are, see how the fan mail is. Fan mail, what is this, 1972? Uh, They're going to look at social media, the the fan reaction. There's a more modern term. And then I think for the new seat, I think in September of uh, of next year, they will then announce a new permanent host. What do you you guys think? Oh, absolutely. That's the way to do it, too. You think so? Have the season up, yes, with the guest host. I mean, even if they already know that Ken is their man, which he would be a great choice. He really would. He's got charisma. I think he, you know, he has the gravitas that we've talked about to host the show. Yeah. Um, but then it makes it really special, and then you're excited to know well, they're going to announce who it is, and you never know who's going to pop up. They can have a whole bunch of people guest host, and. Even in the meantime, at the end of this season, you're kind of thinking, well, who, who's going to be next? And it kind of mixes it up. It makes it a little exciting. Well, and also, you know, in, in trial by fire yeah. and no one no one likes to audition or try out for a job in front of millions of people. But you know what? It, it, it'll be good for Ken. You know, does he have it? Does he have the rhythm? Um, yep. Because he, I, I heard Howard Stern say this, and he's absolutely right. People think that that's an easy job. Look, mm-hmm. it, it, it's not. I mean, look, is, is the schedule ideal? Yeah, you work four months. <laughs> you work four days out of the month. But um, it's not an easy job. You need to be on top of things to host a game as serious as Jeopardy. Um, yeah. Don, Don, what do you think? Do you think they're going to give him a trial period yes. or you do? That's okay. what I think this is all about. You know, people have rushed into situations mm-hmm. like uh, Dancing with the Stars, Tyra oh, Banks, oh, oh, and oh, that oh. backfired. They didn't test the waters with the audience. And so by saying that he's a temporary interim host, 
is a way to see if people warm up to him. It's going to be a really tough job. So I think they're going to see what it's like and then at the same time entertain other ideas, you know, just so they can Mm -hmm. test the waters. Do you guys think Steve Kornacki would be a good host? I was thinking about that the other day. I think he's way too into politics. And people would be polarized by him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, That was a lot to take in just now. I know, Kornacki. I think he'd be better as a Gap uh, spokesmodel. With <laughs> oh, that would, they need to do that they do, with they RuPaul. Do. Yeah, he can't though. Commercials? It's against his NBC News contract. Oh. But yeah, yes. Kenny, what, what do you? The, I want him to go a different direction. My first reaction was Will Ferrell, and then I thought, no, that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, uh, because he just played uh, uh, Alex. Uh, so uh, Steve Harvey is who I want. <laughs> I want a wisecracking oh. goofball Steve Harvey. Let's just change the whole show. Yeah. I want him as long to as he mock doesn't leave the Family Feud. That's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's he has to mock brilliant. the contestants when they get it wrong and call them dummies and uneducated and just yeah. have a lot of fun with it. That's not going to work. Obviously, let's let us acknowledge. You're right. Let us, Steve Harvey, short of oh. the late great Richard Dawson. Uh, who started that show, uh, who had a charm of his own. Steve Harvey is one of the best matches yeah. of host so, and format best. ever. Ever. He says, just raising uh, an eyebrow says ever, so yes. much. Uh, yes. He's so good. It's my He's favorite so game show right now because of him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 but- and what's funny is you shouldn't be watching. We say it, you know, about shows like The Voice and American right. Idol. You shouldn't. You should be watching for the contestants. No, no, uh-uh. you're not. Because the contestants just drive me nuts, especially in the speed <laughs> round. I want them to be way better than they ever are. You know, it's like, right. yes. you know, again, name a yellow fruit. You know, orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, you want. <laughs> but his reaction to that is are the best. Yeah. The best. But no, I think it's so smart. You, I. Because you really, you really, for that show, meaning Jeopardy, that's what we're talking about if you just tuned in, you really have to take care of that audience because that audience has, uh, is incredibly loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, uh, the, the demographics of that show have been with them for years. And you can't do, you, with an audience like that, you can't enact a lot of change quickly. And they're already going to be suffering from the loss of Alex. Uh, uh, slow and steady, girl. Slow and steady. I, I, I wouldn't make any brash moves. Um, I wouldn't change the set. As a producer, I'm looking at this through a producing lens. I would do very little change, very few changes to that show for years. Um, other than just a new, brand new host uh, because of how special that audience is. Yep. Um, and that's what Price is Right did with Drew Carey. Um, you know, Drew came in and yeah, they refreshed the set a little bit, but all of that stuff, even though viewers, they can't write down on a piece of paper, uh, consciously, oh, I, uh, oh, I care about the music or I care about the set. They don't know why, but it actually does matter. That's why production companies spend money on sets the atmospherics matter and if you change things too quickly boy don't we know even on our show like this people don't like change and uh especially if they're loyal so i would just slow and steady will win the race for jeopardy and i and i think ken will be interesting to watch grow into that role 
um, if if they decide to go with him. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, 654. We don't have a lot of time, but I, I, I want to tease this because you have this on the sheet and I, I, I did not see this. A Little House on the Prairie reboot? Don't say, don't, don't say anything else. Don't say anything else because I have not heard this. I am curious what this story is. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, I will tell you, though, that uh, this is a quick little thing before we have to go. The Oxford Dictionary released their words of the year. Usually it's just word of the year, but there's been so many. A couple of them, lockdown, super spreader, social distancing, uh, furlough, COVID-19, work from home. Uh, Just uh, support bubbles. (laughs) There's a few of them. (laughs) All all uplifting (laughs) words of the year for 2020. All happy words, everybody. Just a few of them. Uh, That is going to do it for the 6 o'clock hour. Hey, guys, don't forget to sign up for Listener Rewards. This month, you can win a $1,000 little blind spot window warm-up, plus gift cards to London Byerly's, uh, Ikea, Crispin Green, Punch Pizza, and more. And one more reminder, we're about 25 minutes away from another winner in our Live for Free contest. So don't you walk away from that radio. We'll be back right after these words. Pop quiz, what can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.